The following is a fourth hand production. Break out your decoder rings and all your nerd prowess because it is time for Cicada 3301, this week on Hysteria 51. I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? Not crazy. hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 His brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that thinks all good puzzles should start just like the movie Memento. This is Hysteria 51. So where are you? You're in some motel room? You just you just wake up and you're in, in a motel room. There's the key. It feels like maybe it's just the first time you've been there, but perhaps you've been there for a week, three months. It's, it's kind of hard to say. I don't, I don't know. It's just an anonymous room. Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm your host and head steganographer, John Goforth. You think I just want another puzzle to solve? Another John G to look for? You're John G. So you can be my John G. Alongside is my co-host and head cryptographer, who is always searching for the meaning of life, Mr. Brent Hand. I have to believe in a world outside my own mind. I have to believe that my actions still have meaning, even if I can't remember them. Thanks, John. Tonight, we've got a weird one, I think, is the best way to put it. Cicada 3301. Uh, it was a really tough one, at least for me, to research because uh, the internet is full of trolls, and I am not smart enough for this topic, I don't think. It was it was rough. It was easy for me. Speaking of trolls, Brent, <laughs> about that, that. that other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show and the only one with multiple restraining orders filed against him. 17 now. The one and only Conspiracy Bot. C-Bot is a robot I created in my lab to help research the show, and instead he just researches kitchen appliance manuals and various uses of hemlock. I, I don't even know what that means, but I see the books everywhere, and it's, it's disheartening, I think. His- his favorite thing to say is, I drank what? <laughs> Socrates was my boy. Moving along. Uh, John, I understand we have a real life internet sleuth to help us with the mystery today. I don't even, I, I don't know if the term sleuth is correct. I mean, he was literally confused at the end of every Scooby-Doo episode. Like, <laughs> like it was like one of those really hard to understand law and orders. Oh, it was nothing really. But old Mr. Pietro posing as the doorman sure had us fooled for a while. Which is especially odd when you consider his his IQ and photographic memory. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like idiot savant, I suppose. Idiot, right. <laughs> or if you just drop the E and the H out of sleuth, it kind of sums them up nicely. <laughs> I'm like carry the two. Hey, listen, maybe just Scooby Doo is tougher than we thought. Right, right. Well, so let's welcome back to the show the only guest never allowed back, but somehow keeps turning up like a bad penny, Mister Joseph Peck. Pecker, Pecker. His name is Pecker. Greetings, gentlemen. Oh man, I can't tell you how excited I am to see you here again, Joe. I know. And who was poisoning the kids? 
None other than the owner of the carnival yep. himself. It's old man Jenkins, who owns a rundown grocery store outside town. The only thing you need to understand about improv, Brent, is that you go, everything that the other guy said was true is true. I said it was a carnival. Uh, he He's... A multifaceted business owner. Oh, he's a renaissance owner. Yeah, you know? <laughs> Brent, Brent often forgets the complexity of improv. Yes and is very difficult to remember. Uh, I was always taught no because, I think is, uh, <laughs> is how my improv works. That's fair. It's tough but fair. Joe, uh, we wanted you on the show today so we could really, really get down to the heart of the matter on Cicada 3301. Yeah. And the, the most basic question is, and let's just address it now. Is it 3301, 3301, 3301? Uh, how do we say this? As short as possible. 3301. 3301. It's I'm going to let you go on adventure. No one's going to call you out. Well, they might. Let's let's be honest because we get we get a lot of uh, mail telling us that we say things uh, wrong and, and, and shit like and that. And they but, are uh, wrong every time because like, we are infallible. It's just like Conan O'Brien. You can tell him he was wrong, but you're the <laughs> one who's actually wrong. My he fa- may be wrong, but he's never in doubt. Yeah. <laughs> My father-in-law always says about being married. Now, keep in mind, he is talking about his own daughter. Uh, your wife, she might not always be right, but she's never wrong. <laughs> My is. wife, please. <laughs> Could you guys imagine, though, if we tried to like record this entire episode every time saying Cicada 3301? <laughs> like, it would be like an hour long just for the intro. That would almost be more boring than what we normally do. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, you said you said 3301 is the shortest. I, I disagree. Wouldn't 3301, uh, getting rid of the... the Actually, 301. 3301. There you go. You're, yeah, but yep. you're, you're not accounting for the pauses. Which, by the way, will come up later because there are characters within there that are not just the numbers, and that will be part of what we're talking about with the mystery that is 3301. I'm already lost on this topic. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. This is how Joe wins arguments at work. Well, you didn't. You didn't think oh. about the Schmeckerbergen. Well, what? I can't. I can't win this kind of argument at work. Like, for most people, wouldn't know. You two do, but like, I actually was was involved over the last six years with starting a machine learning and AI company, and these are the guys data scientists that like when i'm reading about this thing i'm like oh was was that eli doing that was that kirill is that who they're gonna interview that solved this puzzle because that's what these guys literally did all day long it's funny on this because i i went into to research this you know this week and lisa's coming home at night and i'm coming out of the room and and after like three or four days you know she's like so so what what's this topic about and i'm like you know i'd spent you know 12 hours researching and i'm like i don't know <laughs> well can you can you explain it i no not really no. Uh, <laughs> it's a puzzle yeah oh like a like a rubik's cube no 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 not, not even close <laughs> no there's there's travel and numbers and we actually computers and I mean, it's like QR a Rubik's cube in that there's a rube involved with yeah, all of yeah. this. <laughs> we we should have we should have tapped Joe's former coworkers to to see what they think. Like when when Joe is a part of that company, <laughs> that startup, it's the only company you could work at and have a genius level IQ and go, man, I am the dumbest person in this <laughs> room by far, <laughs> <laughs> like by far. All right, guys, let's get into it. Let's talk about Cicada three three zero one. Yeah. Kind of giving, you know, people the background on this. Back in uh, January 4th of 2012, an anonymous user on 4chan, which most users on there are anonymous uh, because it's 4chan. But that's mostly because they're posting about either killing someone or uh, some other horrible thing on the internet. 4chan is when Reddit isn't creepy enough for you. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the the dark, dungy truck stop 
after midnight. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Reddit is before midnight. 4chan is after midnight. So this anonymous user posts on 4chan to the a B board, which is an, a, a random this board. The, the, the random yeah, board just, where it doesn't have a, a catch re- all. Yeah, yeah. And he posts an image. And the image had a black background, white lettering, and the lettering said the following. And, and it's important to note, it's, an, it's like a JPEG of what we're saying. This it's not just this post. The, yes, exactly. It's all of it. Yeah. So it says, "Hello, we are looking for highly intelligent individuals. To find them, we have devised a test. There is a message hidden in this image. Find it, and it will lead you on a road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the few that will make it all the way through. Good luck, thirty three oh one. You know, if it was signed to Jigsaw, this could be the beginning of the next yeah. Saw movie. Yeah, I mean, it's so many movies. It could also this could literally also be Ready Player One <laughs> happening right. in, in in real life. So not long after posting, someone found that if you open the image with a text editor, a string of readable text could be found, and. It's funny because people don't realize this. Going along with that, there is so much information stored in photos. Like you take oh. a photo, and people are like, "Oh, I can see where you are and what time of day." And if you got your GPS on, it tells you the exact like. I mean, like where you are, the exact location. Many a criminal, many a dumb criminal or uninformed criminal have been caught by uh, by just using pictures from their phones nowadays that <laughs> geolocate, give you the time. Like, oh. It's it, you know what it's kind of like the old game of Clue. So you were in the library with the candlestick on April twelfth at three p.m. Or people steal someone's phone and take a photo, and then they go, "Okay, here's where they are," because you're an, an idiot, literally. So the text was a cipher, which is it's no uh, we're the re- no the readable the ciphers text. on this on this podcast. The readable text inside of the yeah. image code, and you could decode it, and it took you to another image on the web. So it's like it's a. Riddle wrapped in enigma, wrapped in a question. I don't know. The problem. Oh, I thought you were going to do a Simpsons reference oh. there. Wrapped in a gray vest. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the this first and obvious solve was that it was a red herring. Whoops! It, it said uh, when you got to that, it was a picture of a duck decoy, and it said, "Whoops." Just decoys this way. Looks like you can't guess how to get the message out. Yeah, so it was too easy. They were that's actually really smart because you you take them down one path, but it, it's the other way. Somehow, though, another user figured out that they could use a program called Outguess to find a different hidden clue in the first message. So Outguess is an old program. I mean, it's from like the early 2000s, I believe. It's a universal steganographic tool that allows the insertion of hidden information into redundant bits of data. Steganographic is a hell of a word. Steganographic. 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 I'm just saying it because we're probably going to have to say that seven more times and I'm not, I don't want to be the one to say it. I'm going to get it wrong. It, and, it, and the funny part is uh, it's actually in reference to stegosauruses. Yeah, everyone knows that. That's, right. Yeah, I yeah, thought that yeah, was kind that's of a given. Right, right, right. So the new clue <laughs> led to a subreddit. So we're moving oh, up in the world. We've gotten off of 4chan. Uh, slash R slash what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> and that led then to a book. Mabinosian. Mabinosian. Uh, yeah. That book paired with a code led to a phone number. Oh, man. When you called the phone number, it played the following message. Very good. You have done well. There are three prime numbers associated with the original final dot JPEG image. 3301 is one of them. You will have to find the other two. Multiply all three of these numbers together and add a dot com on the end to find the next step. Good luck. Goodbye.
And guys, for the record, I did call the phone number. It is uh, this Verizon user is no longer in service, Ooh, uh, is what it says now. Wow. But and it didn't. But it said that clip back then. Mm. So this was all discovered within the first twenty four hours. So that's and crazy we are because it, off to the races. Yeah, people are like already going and and we we got. A lot of people that are really smart figuring this stuff out. And the missing numbers, missing numbers mentioned in the voicemail. So the missing numbers, missing numbers. That's a redundancy there. Right. Turned out to be uh, the pixel size of the original image. And so if you multiply the width by the height and added, guess what? Guess what you added to it? Uh, 3301. Yes. Not 3,301. Oh, and add a dot com to that and boom, you get a web address. And who the hell's mind works that way? I, Joe's like, uh, of course. I, course. I don't understand how you're not following. <laughs> <all this. laughs> uh, for the record, I went to the website. This web address is no longer yeah. in. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, all, it's gone. It's all. Yeah, yeah it's all. Faded and to the, the website had a countdown along with an image of a cicada. And this there is the first reference in this puzzle to a cicada. Yeah. Now and this is can the we, can we famous key in on that real quick. It is the first reference, meaning. There's a reference to a cicada, everyone out there. Yeah. Like, this is not part of the mystery, is how we're cicada. Yeah, I've yeah. heard a lot of people say, well, is, was cicada a reference to something, or are we yeah. just, are we just uh, guessing A, a cicada. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> this whole time, though, I mean, and, and later on, you'll hear throughout this episode, other cicadas popping up, whether it be visually, uh, uh, from an auto, audio perspective, what if we've been wrong the whole time and somebody just says, hey, I think that's a cicada. It's kind of like a tor- turtle versus a tortoise. And it was a locust. It was a locust. Oh. <laughs> I think it was. This is locust 3301, everybody. Son of a bitch. So here's, here's why I don't think it is a locust. Because. If you say something about the fucking thorax or something. No. Okay. <laughs> because locusts are dormant for multiple years. Cicadas come back out once yeah. per year. This thing, at least for the first few years, happened once Once per year. Thus, the cicada was the Easter egg to say, like, get ready next year. We're going to do this again. But don't cicadas also go dormant for a number of years? They just happen. There happen to be different colonies that come out. Yeah, the one comes out every seven years. Is that how it works? Well, then there you go. That could explain the dormant period we're in right now, where we we haven't seen any more cicadas. Welcome back to the entomology hour. Hello. So let's get back to this website. Is that what it's called, entomology? Uh, We're going to pretend it is. Yeah, I mean, we're going with it to all you listeners out there. Uh, I don't know because I'm a steganographer. So this ca- this countdown, we're talking about this website that, you know, is no longer there. They had a countdown, and when it got down to zero, it actually gave coordinates to 14 locations in five countries. Now, there weren't 14 different cities. Like, some of them are multiples in, in a city, but it was pretty cool. And these, I guess we could call them game players, because I guess this is a well, It's really dangerous to call this a game, maybe. Would but, you like uh, to play a game? Yeah. They yeah, went to these the locations. And found posters, and these posters are just like what you think, like, when you go to any, you know, post-no-bills and, and stuff, they're just flyers, and it was the picture of the cicada with a QR code. So I found a, a video on YouTube of a guy, like, when he goes and discovers one, mm. I, I don't know, it might have been in France, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where it was, the, guy, the guy's holding it, he's like, see, I ripped this off right here, I'm like... Man, if you're like, wouldn't the wouldn't the the spirit of the game right. be to take the QR code on your phone or whatever and then leave it up for the next game you would player? Think so, but you also want to be the one to win. So yeah. maybe if you are Fair. playing a game, it, it goes either way. But the code but doesn't your you, doesn't your name and the total points post on the uh, main. Once of course, again, on the you're main confusing board. this with uh, with Ready Player. So one, one other <laughs> question about these signs: 
what if this was like some completely insane person and this was how they wanted to get their lost cat back and they're <laughs> sitting around right now like what is why are these people posting videos of this go find my freaking cat Where's man mr cicada i need my snuggles yeah my cicadas are missing i'm just hunting for pussy <laughs> well so that, that was the easiest was, joke i will make was, all all show layup. if you aren't familiar with what a qr code is they kind of they, they kind of came and went no, they yeah. like no one's really using they them were like anymore. bumping your phone uh, and so yeah. I, I actually looked into this too uh, over in asia they're still huge like in japan and stuff they are very very big Ooh, is we, that just never, we just never we just never adopted it like, right. like they did right the, it didn't the, catch on the best the best i ever saw the best qr code use i ever saw was <laughs> this is pretty soon after i moved to chicago so this is about a decade ago now um, I'm, uh, if you're, if you're from the Chicago area, there's a road in the city called Montrose and it's right by, right by the lake. They had this big billboard. Montrose beach. Ah, Montrose beach. Yeah. Mm. There's a dog beach there. Good dog beach. Anyway, uh, they had this big billboard for like a local realtor or some, some like local company and it just had a huge oh, QR code on it. Well, they know everyone's just going to be sitting there in traffic. So they're like, ah, screw it. <laughs> I think I'm going to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I mean, could you even, your phone wouldn't read that. I don't know how big, know depending how it on how works. big it was, but you got to know the traffic there is terrible. So people are at least looking at it. Going yeah. back to the good dog park at Montrose Beach. Do you mean it's a dog park that you find good or is it a park for good dogs? Only good for good dogs. Yeah. Bad dogs aren't allowed. I got it. Yeah. All right. So there's a picture that we got from the QR code. It had another hidden riddle and the riddle reads something uh, out of like shadow gate. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. So yeah. Here's where it goes. A poem of fading death named for a king meant to be read only once and vanish. Alas, it could not remain unseen. One colon five, one fifty two colon twenty four, the product of the first two primes. And then a bunch more numbers a bu- with that. colons. Yeah, in them. lots yeah. of numbers. And th- this whole thing led to another book. Agrippa, uh, a book of the dead, A-G-R-I-P-P-A, Agrippa, Agrippa, that people have said it different ways as I was watching. And uh, it's the really? book. That's yeah. a weird thing for people to have been arguing about. I mean, no, Agrippa not arguing. Like... No, 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 not arguing. I just watched videos where people were talking about it online and they they pronounced it. Oh, they were mispronouncing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and you, you actually missed, Joe, there was an episode of the McLaughlin Group no. where they just went over the title of this book. <laughs> uh, it's Agrippa. Wrong! Yeah, wrong! <laughs> and that book, now here's here's where it gets actually interesting. That book finally leads to an onion site. And if you don't know what an onion site is, we're getting to the deep web, the dark web. It's it's You have to have a Tor browser to get into an onion site. You can't just go onto Chrome and get on there. So we're getting... We're getting into the more uh, the juicy part here, the juicy part of the onion. I get all of my mm. black market Sudafed from <laughs> the onion <laughs> website. Oh, that's Absolutely, good Sudafed dude. right there. It's the best. Yeah. And the the game designers here's where it kind of gets uh, picky. After whatever amount they they deemed appropriate, they changed what the website said. Uh, we it- want the best. Not the followers, meaning they don't want people that heard about it like, oh, I heard you can go here. No, they want the people that actually found this. So so in other words, certain select people saw a different message and they got to move on to the next yeah, stage they of the game. It. You're, you're too late or you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. There's also um, chatter on the Web or there was chatter on the Web about this specifically that the creators of Cicada 3301 had noticed that there was entire subreddits that everybody was collaborating right. on and they did not like that. Yeah, they actually said like uh, they told the finalists. Don't collaborate. 
don't share. Right. Yeah, from here on don't out. Don't do anything. Yeah. And then there was silence for a while until another image appeared on Reddit announcing the conclusion of the puzzle. And it read like this. Hello, we have found the individuals we sought. Thus, our month-long journey ends for now. Thank you for your dedication and effort. If you're unable to complete the test or did not receive an email, do not despair. There will be more opportunities like this. Thank you all. 3301. P.S. And then a bunch of numbers. <laughs> and the game was over for that. Wow. Now, how pissed would you be if you were one of these people that was like really good at this stuff and you sat down with it? You just became aware of it a couple of days later than everybody else and you sat down with it and just buzzed through it. She's just like, no oh, help. This is easy. Well, that, that, that happened. And then you, there's, there's a guy that, that did an article, an interview in, uh, I think it was Fortune, that was about exactly that. He didn't hear about it until like a month later and he did it all himself and got to the thing. And it was one of the ones where he got there and it said like, you should not have collaborated. Right. Like, right, right. And it's like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are people, I keep making that joke that there are people like, how do your brains work? Like, there were people that looked at this, I'm sure. And was like, this is rudimentary. Like, <laughs> like, and that's what's crazy is people's brains really do work like that. They then mm -hmm. started drawing on windows. Right, right. Yeah, because, well, they had Absolutely. a lot of time. They're a janitor, so they got time on their hands. You know? <laughs> or, or they... A or, janitor at MIT. Yeah. At, in, yeah. yeah or you they, can't pocket cow without a permit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, going, I was going away from Harvard. I was trying to make it a different oh, story. Oh, I get you. Oh, I get you. Yeah. That's where our story starts, but it's not where it ends. Just like Joe said, cicadas, they come out, you know, once a year or so. And so there is a return of cicada, uh, potential game leaks, and more we're going to talk about after this break on Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works. 
you know, and we don't, yeah. we don't do long-term um, stuff like this. And this is, this is the one that we've chosen and we love it. So all you guys got to do, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times. And it's always now, right now, get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Noises—that's what we should be coming in and out of. <laughs> you know that that horrible. Oh, it's so awful. No, it's this time of year. Uh, if you, no matter when you're listening to this, we recorded this in the heat of summer, and there are. Uh, if every time I step out my back door, I at nighttime. Heat is on. Cicadas. Oh, okay. Pressure is uh, high. Nation, we are back and going to cut that part out. Uh, we- Nation, if you have any of your favorite Eagles albums, send them to John. He's a huge fan. He's he's lost some of them. Huge Eagles fan. <laughs> send them his, uh, you know what, care of John Goforth, Eagles fan number one. In fact, I, I'm surprised. I, I posted on Hysteria Nation recently, show off your tattoos. You didn't show your Eagles tattoo. I'm just going to move on. I, I, I don't enjoy this conversation. The Eagles He's are the very worst upset band. because Glenn Fry passed. The Eagles so are the worst band in the history of American rock music. Wow. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Bold statement, Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that plays out. Yeah, well, so you're going to play it out. Tell us about game two because this game is not over. So that first year, game one happened. They sent out the, hey, game is over. We get to one year and one day later. Mm. Welcome back, Cicada. It's time for game two. Oh, yeah. So the, the point 
is that the general public doesn't know anything. What's the puzzle's purpose? Who was it for? What happened to the winners? And and if before, they even exist, before game two happened, the speculation kind of reached a fever pitch, um, and then boom, the new Cicada game happened. Now you might be asking yourself, self, how do they know it's not some knockoff, how, like some other troll on the internet? Because right, I I always mm-hmm. ask myself, how did I get this beautiful wife? How did I get this beautiful wife? What are the other words for that Car. song? <laughs> Where did I find this fine automobile? You know that they they use that these are really flowing under. They use a really creepy version of that song for the opening of this TV show we've been watching. Uh, Stacy and I've been watching on um, Epics, Epics, whatever that uh, station yeah. is. Uh, they have a they have a new TV show called Deep State. I'm dead serious. <laughs> you don't say <laughs> is it. Yeah. Good? Uh, it's really I've good. Seen the, I've seen like references to it and it looks interesting it's really really good just check it out anyway they use like a creepy um slowed down version of that song for the intro Yikes. Letting the it's already kind of a go creepy by water flowing under i could hear that being creepy <laughs> it, 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 there's, there's a lot more of the at the bottom of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> happening right now on this show i don't know i'm singing the song (laughs) so as i was saying there's a new game (laughs) and uh the way we know it's legit is the original game designers included an authentication code in their messages oh it's called a pgp signature and if you want more detail on how that works Listen to another podcast. It's something that he shouldn't even know about because PGP actually stands for pretty good privacy, yeah. uh, <laughs> which makes no sense. I'll accept that. I know you will because you're a piece of shit. And Seabot, be nice again to the listeners. Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you have to be rude. I don't have to be. They get that for free. <laughs> Fair enough. So these signatures allowed users to know when it was the real cicada that was posting. And and guess what? The real cicada was yeah, back. Yeah, because... Uh, a lot of people try to to capitalize and 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 throw out some fake stuff and use the right use right, Cicada's right. name in vain, as always happens yeah. on the internet. So there's another image yeah, uh, of words. Yeah, and this is like she said one one year one day after. Boom! Hello again. Our search for intelligent individuals now continues. The first clue is hidden within this image. Find it, and it will lead you on the road to finding us. We look forward to meeting the new that will make it all the way through. Good luck. 3301. Like the rhyme. And guess what, kids? This one worked very similar right, to the first right, one. Right. You use outguess on the image. The deciphered message eventually gets you to a book and so on and so forth, yeah. kind of like the first one. Uh, in the process, though, it led to a recorded clip of music as well titled The Instar Emergence. Yeah, Brent, we, I think we have a clip. We sure do. So another part of the puzzle led to an image giving letters, numbers, and runes. Uh, so how about that? Boy, what do those runes say? <laughs> they they actually do look similar to the runes in God of War. I right? will I will give you credit for that, Seabot. Well done. I knew that when I designed the game. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say, given the quality of the work he puts out for this podcast, I'm not surprised that he spends a lot of time playing PlayStation. Mm. Yeah, right, right. The reason for the inclusion of the runes was was not evident at that moment it stayed a mystery for a while we'll get back to that that's what we call a teaser so eventually we do get don't ruin it for me john oh (laughs) oh boy 
boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, we get two posters again. Like, yeah. like actually, you have to yeah, leave your a, mom's basement and go out more, and experience the world. Countries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, Little Rock, Arkansas. Hey, well, you know what? Finds oh, out. Billy. Oh, Billy. Had something to do with it then, maybe, you know? <laughs> oh, slick, I mean, he was, slick slick the, he yeah. was part of the Bilderberg. Oh, that's true. But unfortunately, you know, after this happens, the trail goes cold. and People assumed that a select, I guess, group of people had solved it and moved on. But there was no ending note like they did in the first one, letting you know, hey, that this is all done. And still not the end, though. A year later, we got another new and authenticated image. And the image led to a clue. So this is puzzle book, three. Yada, yada, yada. Like, it, it keeps going. But wait, there was something different with this book. It was titled Liber Primus, Latin for first book. And uh, the book was written in a, well, let's call it a strange alphabet. There was only one way to decode these, wait for it, runes. Yeah, you guessed it. Man. You had to use the rune from the image of the second puzzle to decipher uh, this this book, this bad boy. So one problem, once you deciphered it, it was still cryptic. Literally, it had a bunch of clues and codes in it. Like, yeah, it wasn't it like, all over the place. oh, we, dec- we decoded it and says, you know, go to this address on Thursday. No, 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 no. It also had a bunch of uh, philosophical ideas that pointed to ideology. And so pointed uh, to uh, what likely could be the, the author's ideology. Yeah, kind of like they thought they refer to this a lot as the Cicada Manifesto because it's, uh, yeah. It's out there. Have you ever noticed in these topics that no matter what we're talking about, if there's any kind of series of beliefs, it's always a manifesto. It's a manifesto. Yeah. Really, someone kind of uh, brought that into the, the the zeitgeist by you know writing a uh, manifesto. What do you think? What do you think is the qualification like process for a manifesto to become a philosophy? Like if I is it, if is it like a is it like uh, the saint the what do they call it when you uh they they get grant sainthood to someone in the right. Catholic Church like is there like a series of events? Uh, you have to apply to the Manifesto Society. Yeah, and mm, uh, got it. Just, There's a six it. months waiting process. Exactly. It gets old. Got it. The president of Manifesto. Yeah, has to stamp it. Yeah, yeah. William Thomas Manifesto the <laughs> third. I'm still waiting for my response. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, I guess it would probably be Gary Philosophy who has to stamp it. Gary Philosophy was kicked out three and a half months ago for well, we don't pontificating talk about it. too much. Yes. <laughs> All right, all right. So some of the pages pointed out to another website, and they discovered yet another blah, blah, blah. We get another recording through all these clues, and we got a clip of that. So it seems like I recognize that sound at the beginning, right? It's locusts. Yeah. Oh, wait. That. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. Cicadas. Cicadas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but guys, where did this whole cicada part of it come from? <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. They just signed a 3301. Yeah. The, the, why would you ever call this cicada yeah, Where did you come up with this? Also, talking about that book, uh, much of it has yet to be translated as there are additional <laughs> layers of encryption, it looks like. Uh, that people haven't been able to break, or depending at least they on, haven't told us that they. Depending broke on it. who you ask or what parts of the internet you uh, you delve into, they say roughly only twenty five percent of the book has been correctly deciphered and yeah. uh, unencrypted. So this is that you know this is still going on, and all of a sudden we got another year goes by and there's nothing comes out. Nothing, 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 and comes out in twenty fifteen. <laughs> but uh don't pull out your trombone quite yet uh the 
2016 brought if us. If I had a nickel, you know, <laughs> I mean. 2016, the game uh, master, the, the dungeon the, the master. The dungeon master, the, uh, I think, would be the appropriate he comes out. He, he comes out with another. Uh, it's a word of encouragement, Brent. Yeah, yeah. They post a new image, and it says, hello, the path lies empty. Epiphany seeks the devoted. Liber primus is the way. Its words are the map. Their meaning is the road, and the numbers are the direction. Seeking you will be found. Good luck, thirty three oh one. You know this really could be the lyrics to a later Beatles album or a yeah. later Beatles song. Hmm. Yeah, and that's it. There's no further confirmed developments from Cicada. And Literally. I'm pretty sure in college I knew a stripper named Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> but something completely different happened when she had an idea. Yeah. Hey oh. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of – do you guys think – you look at this. You said only 25% of this they think has been solved. Do you think that there are other people that are out there that have already solved this and they're just not sharing it like they were told not to be or what? Maybe within the last, like, year and a half. But but at the point where that 2016 uh, message came out, that would seem to indicate no because why would he send that and say the path lies empty if someone had already gotten well, through and I just mean, wasn't that's what I mean in that in the in the time since have we just not heard about it or or is it just is it just bs kind of like the some of the ciphers they had that they figured out from um, some of the serial killers and stuff, they don't, they can't solve them because it's just gibberish and gobbledygook. The line of thinking that a lot of people have solved this and just all of them are staying quiet about it, I have a hard time yeah. with. Mama don't like tattletales. Oh, that's true. Uh, but I have a hard time with that because I'm an, uh, I'm just a big believer in especially, you know, folks on the internet's inability to stay quiet about their own successes. And so sure. while we, we will talk about – we'll get into some people who say that they did solve some things. I think if there was like a large group of people that were just making their way through and then and, – and, and had some sort of end game scenario that we would have heard about it more than we have. Or this was just the military and now they're they're, they're dead. indoctrinated and they, they're not allowed to. We'll have but to ask Jeff. I'm sure he knows. Either way, <laughs> we do know that the story does not end there, my friends. Who was behind it? What was its true purpose? Could it just be a big publicity stunt for some company, or more likely, is it aliens? That and more after the break on Hysteria 51. Man, it's just some crap movie. You know, I, I really think that's what it's going to be. It would definitely start a rock. You know, you uh, go to John's profile picture on facebook download it and then read the code it just makes you sick looking at him that's comedy right there what is that a cicada oh i think we're on to something nope that was just the audience cue some minute work who could it be now because that's kind of the question that we're, we're left with like who could it be uh that's kind of a twofold question who could it be the game masters and the game players if they really existed uh that that solved it opponent you get you get there and the guy's just like i am the key master are you the gatekeeper ah! yes. <laughs> oh lord and it is rick moranis that's why he's been out of the the movie business there is no cicada only zool yes <laughs> by the way brent i'd be careful if i were you the the type of people that we're dealing with here that are actually capable of pursuing these puzzles and stuff mm -hmm. i'm guessing 
they would not love it that you keep referring to it as a game. <laughs> oh, that's a valid point. I don't think that's what they think about this. Uh, excuse me, we call this a way of life. Mm-hmm. All human lives are just a game to me. <laughs> Wait, why are we laughing? <laughs> Am I Seba holding a gun? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I wouldn't worry about that. It's we fine. Got, we've well, gotten I mean, too close. I would <laughs> note that the gun has an orange tip on it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, I, yeah. I also that. note the uh, orange paint can next to him. I wouldn't worry about anything. So it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So the first thing it could be is an ARG or an old. ARG! No. no oh, that's oh, ARG HHHHH, <laughs> depending on how angry you are. Uh, an ARG is an alternate reality game. Don't get this confused with an augmented reality game. Like that's augmented reality is Pokemon Go. Magic missile. Magic. Oh, that's LARPing. <laughs> Magic oh, missile. Yeah. This is an alternate reality game. Now, these are used often by companies uh, to help promote their products in, mm. in more of a grassroots sort of way. It's, yeah. And it, it and, and the best way to describe an alternate reality game is what everything we've just described to you about uh, Cicada 3301. Yeah. If it was a little easier and promoting a company's product. Finally, you get down to it and it goes... He goes, ah, play our new game, you know, Brain Buster. You, know, you like, get oh, down to it and it says, drink rich chocolatey oval. I was just going to say, cue up the line from, uh, yeah. <laughs> from yeah. that. Drink more oval. Do you ever see the movie Brain Scan? Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, yeah. man. Like it was that augmented reality. They go into it and then the game's actually, you don't know if oh, wait, it's the augmented real world. Well, it, they don't know if it's the real world and they're following these clues and people are dying. And yeah, it's fun. That's, it's a comedy. It sounds, it it's sounds a comedy. Like a, real uh, lighthearted. Take a, kids. a barrel of laughs. Yeah. So in ARG, there's precedence for this. Uh, Microsoft actually did two of them in the early 2000s. First, I uh, remember the the amazing flick. AI by Steven Spielberg. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that ARG was called The Beast, and it eventually led you to that movie. Uh, they also did one for Halo 2, and that one was called I Love Bees. And it's talked about still to this day. People really dug that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you think that this is a terribly misguided version of it? Like, where they're like, oh, crap, we made it too hard. Only yeah. four people know this game exists. <laughs> yeah, somewhere Volvo accountants are like, we're going to pay for this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, they're who, boxy, who but they're good. on this? Yeah. Where's Ted? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of foreign auto manufacturers, Audi actually did one in 2005 for the uh, new A3 they released. It was called The Art of the Heist. Oh. Uh, I actually kind of remember that one. Uh, and there are, listen, there are numerous other examples, some more popular than others, that there has never in this, in Cicada 3301, been a reference to any company or organization, and to our knowledge, has not been monetized in any way. No outside sponsors have ever been involved. Yeah. Is it possible? Allegedly. That the- <laughs> Could it be? The descendants of William Blake just wanted people to go buy more copies of The Marriage of Heaven and Hell. Yeah. They're like, the funds are running dry. There's too yeah. many of us. Oh. I don't know why they talk like 1920s people, but in this case they do. There's too many of us. We got to get more people buying this book. They call up Sterling Cooper and coming up for some advertising ideas. <laughs> I got an idea. <laughs> call in the Draper. <laughs> <laughs> Though it would be a really poor decision uh, if, if you guys aren't familiar the book that joe was referencing was one of the many books in one of the puzzles that led to a cipher that led to something else that led to something else anyway it would be a really poor decision because you know that everyone who would actually be pursuing this on the internet is just going to go find a free copy across the internet well it's also that was going to be the next follow-up is like where they really screwed it up is oh crap 
at this point, that book is part of public domain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting nothing here. Yeah. <laughs> When's the Necronomicon become public domain? Does that happen? Mm, oh, it already Russia. is. In, yeah. uh, but in, in the alternate realm yeah, uh, yeah. is where it's the public domain. Mm, that makes sense. In Cthulhu's uh, world. I prefer all my books written on human skin. <laughs> well, yeah. well, I like mine written on circuit boards. How does that make you feel? Hey. Oh. Singer. Hey. All right. So uh, here's the thing. We, we we don't think it's an ARG. Uh, based I don't. On, I don't think so. Based on all. everything we yeah, just said, the, the clues don't don't add up to that. At least for me. If you want to take the word of some emails that are floating around that claim to have come from Cicada, um, we think it might just be a group of like-minded individuals. There are emails that that supposedly went to winners of the puzzles. Right. It's just like yeah, it's probably just a a, a group of. Like-minded individuals uh, trying to play a, a very elaborate. Though host. that term "like-minded individuals" nowadays could actually be scary. Exactly. Yes. That's what always happens. A now. clan of like-minded <laughs> individuals. Hey, now they they form a posse. Oh lord. Yeah. Oh, no, it's geez. not. You're right. It's terrible. Like it, nothing usually comes good from from groups of people like that, unless it's like Elon Musk's think tank. So. We won't. Elon Musk is not a bad individual, no matter what anyone on the internet wants you to believe. I sent you guys that tweet that sums him up perfectly. So he's doing everything in outer space and people are complaining, oh my gosh, you know, he, he's spending too much time there. So then he helps these individuals that are trapped in the, the, right. the cave and people are like, oh, you know, screw this guy. I hate him. Someone posts on Twitter. On Grinder. People who are shaming Elon Musk for trying to help those kids. Do you want a supervillain? Because stripping a philanthropic cabillionaire who loves to make rockets, flamethrowers, and clean energy of the last shred of his faith in humanity is how you get a supervillain. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about on point, man. By the Absolutely. way, you were ta- you, that's all in reference to those, those Thai... Uh, were they soccer players? Yeah, yes. uh, Thai soccer, soccer players team. that were they were stuck in that cave. That thank God uh, all just got rescued. Unbelievable! Um, absolutely unbelievable. That was that story before the last kid was out was already optioned for a movie, and that's not an exaggeration or a joke. It's so unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it will be a good movie. People but wow. look at anything and see dollar signs. That, that they do. You know who didn't look and see dollar signs? This Cicada three three. This group of like minded individuals. Yes. Yeah. So we're not going to read an entire example of one of these emails, but right, here's right, the, right. the basic claim is that they all believe in privacy and that they're looking for super smart, like minded people to join their group and develop quote privacy solutions. Yeah, we're, we're joking about Elon Musk, but this smells like him in one way. Like he was probably one of them <laughs> for real. Like, and I mean, I don't know that, but I'm saying like this is how you know the government. One of the things I was making that joke before, but you know how they get their hackers? They go and find hackers and they, right. if they can find the best hackers and they go, here you go. You can either go to prison or you can work for us. Well, okay, then we'll do that. And speaking of hackers, they, they make a point in these alleged emails to, to, to say that they are not a hacker group or a whereas group. Yeah. Yeah. Remember whereas? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the email ends with three questions. Uh, and, and Joe, why don't you read those three questions for us? Is it you want me to read them because you assume I'm the one who's behind? Yeah. We want to hear it in the original voice. The original I, I voice assume... when I dictated it to yeah. my secretary. It's your stenographer. <laughs> yes. I just assume because you're, you're a contrarian, so your answer to all these questions will be no. So I want you to read them. So you want me to answer as well? Yes, please. Perfect. Done. <clears throat> <laughs> Acting. <laughs> Do you believe that every human has a right to privacy 
and anonymity and is within their rights to use tools which help obtain and maintain privacy, cache, strong encryption, anonymity software, etc. And your and your thoughts, Joe? Yes. Oh, okay. I do. I my now I I take a little concern with the etc because I it's very open ended for one me to say just you agree take, with. One could say you take umbrage with it. One could. One could. One yes. could. <laughs> yes. And not two. Pedantic, the only word that you're being while using it. <laughs> hey, all right. The All next right, question one, number two. The two. next one's interesting to me. Do you believe that information should be free? <sighs> Again, there, that might as well have an et cetera on the end because that's a hard one to really what hard. kind of information like uh, yeah. like do I, do I think that that um, Audi, just because we just referenced them, should be required to like post all of the blueprints and stuff for how they build cars probably not well i mean use the most ridiculous example in world war ii should we have been required to give the information about where we were going to invade whatever country to our to the axis before we did it hey guy you well, just kidnapped someone we're coming to get you yeah, yeah. yeah i mean that's but would, for, we, but would we charge for it is that the alternative <laughs> yeah <right>? $1.95 <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, I do think generally, like, one of the things that John many times, Brent, maybe you have, um, that I will tend to rant and rave about in, in different times is that literally every second that goes by, all of us are smarter than anyone in history has ever been. Like, because of everything's at our fingertips. The, the massive amounts. And by the way, 10 years from now, everyone's going to be smarter than we are right now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even dumb people, because they have so much more access to so many more experiences, information. So I think, I mean, there's, there's something to be said for the oh, concept yeah. that it's like, of there is a, a general good. We're taken to the dark side by looking at like, you know, for every yin, there's a yang or yin, there's right. yang, you know, and, and, and it's, it's hard to not at least see what could go wrong. But yeah, I, yeah. I in a perfect well, hell, world, I mean, absolutely. There is a hypocritical nature to that question. Absolutely. Because this very game is telling you don't share this information yes, with other people. Exactly. <laughs> but we want to make sure that everything is free and, and go, read the third one because it, it falls into this. Do you believe? That censorship harms humanity. <laughs> yeah, from the group that just censored me by telling me I have to do the things that, that they want me to do. And again, such a difficult question. Do I believe in censorship in general? No. But Should snuff films exist? I was just going to use that. Yeah, or like uh, child pornography. Put them in jail. Oh, but you're censoring me. <sighs> well, uh, yeah. There are limits. Yes. Are, but, yeah. But do they believe in the limits? That's what I'm saying. Is right. it all or not? Yeah, I mean, you, you can't hard. have anarchy, you know, well, without actually, anarchy. Hold on. Let me pull out my Cicada 3301 pamphlet. I have yeah, one right here. And it turns out uh, they do not believe. Nope. I'm reading right here. Yeah, They do not believe in child pornography pornography oh well that's good that they put in an asterisk yeah there, there, you, go, there you go is that the only so, one uh we're everything else is fine <laughs> <laughs> so we're good uh all right it is interesting though in in all of that that dichotomy that you're talking about like there's there's a really great example of it within the whole cicada 3301 thing which is it tore and and what right. we call the dark web and it's like yes there are it's well known there's a lot of like illegal illicit really bad stuff that goes on in there because everything can be done anonymously but guess why it exists and has never been shut down because the government also uses it all, thought, all, all governments let me guess <clears throat> oh. <laughs> no that that makes well, government and, and like well, it's, uh, not even uh, government. it's used for a lot of good hospitals as well. hospitals store yes. their records there so, yeah. you know the government you, so you can't 
shut it down without breaking our own infrastructure. Right. And, and, and because yeah. there's a use for privacy so, and there's a use for proprietary things that, that you can't know about, but then they can also be used for bad. So like, and that almost you, gets to, uh, that almost gets into the political leanings of what, you know, like a libertarian, sure. yeah, like, or you know, libertarian and, versus socialist versus whatever. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we talked about the possibility. It's a, no matter who created it, it's a, it's a game of some type, just an alternate reality game. we, we, we've talked about the possibility that's a, I mean, what would you call it? An activist group that just believes in anonymity and the, and the, and the sharing of information all across this globe. Um, the third possibility, which isn't a possibility, of course, because, uh, this group would never do anything behind closed doors, behind the shroud of secrecy, uh, and that'd be the government. Oh, yeah. How about that? The absolute pinnacle of non-censorship and free information. That's exactly right. Where the Ark of the Covenant was kept, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They, no. They've literally used puzzles, like we talked about, to recruit people and, and, and hacking and things like that. They, this smells of the CIA, the NSA, the, the uh, acronym uh, du jour, whatever you want. Alphabet wanna... soup. Yeah, there you go. That's what, yeah. So the U.S. Navy did one. Uh, they, in 2014, they launched uh, – Brent, why don't you go ahead and take this one? Architeuthis. Uh, we'll, we'll go with that. Project Architeuthis. It was a series of codes, cryptographs, and brain teasers. But the, here's the thing. <laughs> it was more of an ad campaign. It was literally developed by their advertising agency. Right, yeah. It wasn't like a, a group of super smart people living in a bunker somewhere going, we're going to find some You get to the bottom people. of it. It's like, join the Navy. See yeah. the world. Oh, wow. It was literally talking about the Navy's recruitment opportunities. Yeah. But however, there was a much more real version done the year before by the, by a British intelligence agency, which I'd never actually heard of this one. It's called the Government Communications Headquarters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, the, where's uh, MI6 in that? You know, it's somewhere. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. And what a weird name. Anyway, they launched a game. And British listeners chime in, by the way. Uh, tell us about the, the Government Communication Headquarters in Hysteria Nation. That's Facebook.com slash groups slash Hysteria Nation. <laughs> is that is that how easy it is? I don't even know. That's how easy. Oh, great. That's Should we take a second to see if we have any callers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, all right. Give it to him, C-Bots. Yes. Well, it looks like we have our first caller. And I mean ever, because this is not a call-in show. Hello, you're on the air. That one's easy. That one's easy. I mean, Joe just likes that cut so much. Oh, I love it. So the for uh, they actually called they weren't very yeah, secret yeah. about the name of the game. No. <laughs> they called it Can You Find It? Well, you don't say. <laughs> where people win real prizes and when you get to the second round that's where the stakes get really high. Yeah, yeah. Like a double dare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh except the physical challenge physical here challenge, is please. trying not to get killed by the MI6. <laughs> you know, so it's a little different. It's basically the born identity. They, they were like cryptograms across the 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 internet they used to decipher stuff and they were offered the prize of if you got through it, a job, which is Some kind of, of what offered we talked a job. About. Other, yeah. I, guess. I love to think of it as like they they have a, an offer letter there for a really really cool successful you know high paying job, and it's like, or do you want what's in the mystery box? Yes. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, can I get the dimensions of the, give box, me the box? Please give me the box. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah, that got dark yeah. really quick. But oh, so, boy. Uh, but it is funny. They they said you win a prize or a job. So it's like they, they shoot, shoot you an email. Congratulations on winning. Can you find it? We'd like to set up a quick Skype chat with you. Right. They, they have Skype chat with them. And it's like it's like the, the quintessential you know comic book guy from Simpsons living in his mom's basement. And they're like, 
oh, hey, uh, congratulations, you won a year's supply of Totino's Pizza Rolls. <laughs> you won two tickets to Legoland. <laughs> Worst <Yeah>. prize ever. <laughs> you, then, won, you won a size small Batman utility belt yeah. in that clip. <laughs> First of all, why would anyone think that the average fan of Batman could wear a size small belt? <laughs> <laughs> and then, the, you know, the pan over to uh, Guy B that won. And he's got, uh, you know, a really cool, sharp looking spectacles on and, and, <laughs> a, and, monocle. A, whole, and yeah, a monocle. Yeah, and, and like a, a whole uh, uh, computer system sitting behind him. For some reason, why is it sitting behind him in the Skype call? We don't know. Like, oh, this guy looks serious. <laughs> this guy looks really serious. Uh, you, sir, win a job. And for <laughs> some reason, he's in a lab. Coat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and as I'm visualizing what you're describing, I don't yeah, know. I, why. I don't know about you guys, but I use uh, lab coats as house coats. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just in case someone stops by. And there's a microscope next to his computer. Start, I, I don't know. I'm going to start wearing that around the house and never doing my hair. So when those people stop <laughs> yes. by during the day, I'll just open it all to shovel. What? Yes. What? <laughs> Excuse me, I have to get back to some important business. <laughs> Sir, why are you offering him a job? Uh, this is like cryptography and stenography. It's not biology. I mean, why would he even have a microscope? Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it looks legit to me. I if don't you know. don't understand, we're not going to explain it to you. He looked like a real scientist to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the government, though. They're talking about, you know, Google, you know, has, has done these huh? before, which, yeah. I mean, Google isn't the government. Hey, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I love how Google did it where they, they had... Uh, um, um, different like puzzles and ciphers on billboards yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that, that they did they, they that they did but talking about all these things so let's get back to the game like was there a definitive conclusion do we know that's that was my big question earlier that i said <laughs> Brent, you of. always want to know everything i know like, let these guys have Free their little club information you yeah, always you, you always just want to get to the conclusion uh, i'm I mean, holding them what, to their that's own what producer terms. lisa said that's um, true that's true hey, it reminds oh. me of a a line from a movie alec baldwin i forget the name of the movie uh might have been um what was that one providence pass uh something yeah 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 uh, the, the, he's, he's talking to his son and he's like like sex is a lot like Chinese food. It ain't over till you both get your cookies. cookies yes. <laughs> <laughs> now get back to school. Use your thumb. <laughs> Make some check. Oh, All right. So is there a conclusion? It's tough because, and you're going to be surprised by this, everybody. The internet is full of trolls. No, no way. No, no way. No. Uh, the I've only never troll as it. we know was John Teeter, and he went back to his own time. <laughs> it's true. I've never witnessed it personally, but I've heard that the internet does have a troll or two. So, in 2015, Rolling Stone, uh, the magazine, not the band, uh, printed an article, you're welcome, everybody, uh, <laughs> interviewing two people who claimed to have won the first puzzle back in 2012, the very first one yeah, that we went over. Yeah. And here are a few, ta- uh, and Brent, why don't you give us a few details from those alleged winners? Yeah, so they said after winning, they received an email pointing them to a forum on the dark web where they could chat with other winners. And they were told basically the story that we talked about before. Uh, a few like-minded individuals founded Cicada and the Gold was to develop software that furthered that whole ideology of everything for everyone and free. And they said the Rolling Stone recruits were tasked with developing said software. <laughs> and they worked on it for a while and got bored. Well, there's no puzzles in it. It's literally right. just writing code. Needs more runes and a murder or three. Maybe the runes? Yeah, I, I don't know yeah. where he's going with the murder I part. Know. I mean, yeah. I'm just anyway, by the end of 2012, all recruits but one had quit. And the dark website, they said, is now gone. So this 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 enigmatic 
puzzle and group. Ooh, Cicada three three oh one. You know, they grew up and they're all like dorks in middle school and high school. And, right. And they they create this thing and they're the cool guys because they're like everyone wants to know what is Cicada three three oh one. They finally let these new people into their dark organization and they're like. Uh, I don't know, guys. This is boring. I'm out. Right. I'm like, no, you cannot leave us. No. Well, and the problem is, too, like, these aren't the only people that came forward and said, yeah, they kind of corroborated. Like, I, uh, we won also, and that's absolutely true, and it sucked. And they got other people came forward that they said they, they supposedly won Puzzle 2, and they were told, sit tight, be patient. Uh, we're going to get with you, and then we're never contacted again. If someone was like, hey, I want these guys to do my homework for me really elaborately and then they go and they find out oh we're just doing someone's homework for free deuces <laughs> and for the record that was not me making fun of geeks and nerds in high school it's just the ones that that needed the recognition those were always the people that i had a problem with now back to puzzle two you were talking about brent the supposed winners that they said they were told to be patient that's also kind of like the guy that says the the hottest girl in school uh she said we were gonna go on a date uh i, I don't know where she is right now she, her car probably broke down my girlfriend in canada is probably not gonna like it but you know we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man i have to call christy turlington and let her know this time but we have an open relationship it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Bring it home. What's the summary, John? Like, what's what's? Uh, it, this is such a clusterfuck of a of a, a topic because you just don't know. And we didn't even get into like the, the aliens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that we probably. Oh yeah, uh, it's really just aliens. That's the answer. That's the answer. That's who did it. And if you actually decipher it, they come pick you up for an intergalactic war that is going on. Get right in, now. loser. We're doing butt stuff. <laughs> there's there's one thing the aliens have not developed yet. They've they've figured out how to locate us, come to us, all that kind of stuff. What they haven't figured out is none of them can code in Python. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once uh, you thought that they came once we harnessed the atom. No, it's once the Raspberry Pi yes. came out. They were trying yes. to teach everyone Python so that they can finally harness <laughs> our, our knowledge. I took a free class online not uh, a couple years ago to learn how to code in Python. It is surprisingly easy compared to other coding that's, languages. That's very logical. That's why they use it for stuff like Python, because uh, they, they think that children can learn that one the fastest. Oh, really? Yeah. So that the Python, huh, really? well, so the, the Raspberry Pi was, was made for teaching children and stuff to, to uh, enable people to How have to a more. Bowser? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we use it for. We don't, you know, it's out there to help the world and I'm playing NES games on it. So, you know, the funny part is we're bringing it home here. The, so you asked for a summary. Yeah. Yeah. No group has ever come forward to claim responsibility that can be verified. Right. Plenty right. of folks on the internet, yeah, that was me, but they can actually yeah. be verified. We mentioned the, the verification codes earlier. No, nobody's had it. Speaking of verification, too, no, nothing else has ever been verified from Cicada since the You're last right. No time. other messages yeah, yeah. from Cicada. Their last public statement, it came in April of, of last year, April of 2017. All it did was warn against disinformation, basically saying there's a lot of people out there that are saying they're Cicada and they're not Cicada. Right. There's no resolution to the third puzzle and there's no fourth puzzle as of uh, this date. That we know of. Yeah. Like the somebody could have won the third puzzle and they sent him their, their uh, you know, email and they got shipped hey, off to want to start working on this that yeah. they all just abandoned and, and they quit they quit again as well <laughs> uh and you know part of that too uh, cicada did come out and say the path to this one is the book and right. since it's still, still undeciphered it's still being worked on so in in conclusion kids 
the mystery continues. Yeah, it's Ooh. it's um, and I think it's going to continue for a long time because even if everything that we said is true that they they did you know come out and say hey you know work for us here the Rolling Stone thing you know and and it sucked we don't even know for sure if that's true and and it all could be BS just like you know people come forward and and take ownership for everything like they took ownership for Cicada. It's hard to say. Uh, yeah. This one is beyond me because it is something that my brain doesn't work that way. I'm, you know, and um, so this was a hard one for me to to even get into wrapping my head around just because I'm just like, oh, well, they, I would never have thought to go that way in, in researching. Oh, OK, there, yeah. oh, there you go. I, yeah. I get what you mean by your brain doesn't work that way. I, I was excited about this episode because I love puzzles. I've always loved the puzzle type games like. He's it really was, good at doing the border first, but then he has a hard time. I got to always this. such a difficult time. There needs to be lots of different colors. Yeah, uh, I hate snowscapes. No, uh, I love puzzles, <laughs> and I I like remember the old uh, the old game Mist on oh, yeah. uh, on computer. Such a fun game. That was a lot of fun. A lot of people hate it because there's no narrative right. to to really take you through why you would grab this lever and do this thing. And uh, I, I, to me, it was just a lot of fun. The so I've always really enjoyed puzzle games. But the one thing about the puzzle games that I've always played, going back to you, Brent, you mentioned uh, Shadowgate much earlier in the show. That was my favorite NES game. That was oh, literally nice. my favorite NES game. And it was fun because, you know, it's just kind of like, okay, you take the orb. The orb feels cold. All right, well, if it feels cold, maybe if you put it in the water, it'll freeze it. One thing leads to another. And the thing I can never wrap my arms around with Cicada is how do you know – to go grab an antiquated program called right. Outguess yeah. to run because there are thirty million other programs yes. you could have run that 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 photo through it. Right, and maybe some of them well, work. I don't know. I don't know enough yeah, about so these programs. Yeah, so that actually, that I was just going to say, not to you know pile on with you, but very quick aside, um, I did read an interview with someone who got very far into it, but but he self proclaimed he didn't actually get invited in or anything like that. He's but uh, he actually wrote his own algorithm. To funk to perform that function, not to, knowing to dig in and that oh, there's out. there's yeah. something that already exists that could be used to apply to this. So, so I think there were multiple different ways to so do this. It's one. about the logic behind, like to, I, I think to both of your point, like well, sorry, I'm stealing your. Well, no, I was just gonna say that, but then even you would know that for these missing numbers, you need to go back to the pixels right? of the picture. There's there is there's no language that points you there. Right. It's, it's almost like a close your eyes and throw a dart. Yeah, when you're playing mist, it guides you. Yes. Where's the guidance? There's and no it, there's yeah. no guidance and and that's where I am not smart enough to do these things. Yep. That I, I I need some sort of little tip, little point in the right direction and they don't do that. Uh just to see how it feels. Yeah, he he, he likes little playing little just, tip, to, just to see how it it's feels. True. You're welcome. It's true. Um, Joe, yeah, what's your you know? I'm 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 with you guys in that you know this is this stuff is beyond me the like the, that creativity like you're saying John and and the the whole thing of like how do you know to go left versus right or whatever I just I I'm in love with the research of this topic I I told you guys earlier I mean this sent me down like seven or eight different four hour rabbit holes of like researching other things and by the way I've got like six windows open right now on my computer still with stuff i still am, am running with and reading and like it's the I marriage tell you to close them it's hot outside yeah it's that marriage give that me a, give that, me a hi-hat right there yes <laughs> a souped up tempo uh you're gonna roll time goes solo <laughs> the the marriage of 
all these different concepts that, you know, you have the logic and the puzzle part of it, but you also have, you know, the stuff, uh, the part where I would immediately get lost is, is having to know some, some, you know, basic things about actually coding and actually right. understanding some of these languages and some of these systems and programs that exist, but then also moving over into the world of like art exhibits and paintings and literature and all that stuff. Like to me, this is so fascinating and cool and it makes me almost not able to believe that it's just some kind of weird little thing where they wanted a couple code monkeys to come in and build some privacy software. I think there's got to be something more interesting and large and fun about this. Which could which could actually really point to why they haven't gotten through that book yet. Uh, you mentioned that before the art and literature, it was a lot of code and type. There, This group is looking for a very specific type of person. They're not yes. looking for us. No, the, the, we, no. We, no matter how they're, smart someone they're is, looking if you for. Aren't, Justin Long's character in Live Free or Die Hard, if you saw that That's movie. That's exactly what and, and, he, and Bruce Willis says to him. And goes, I'm much more of a Bruce. Bruce Willis says to him, though, he goes, how do you know this? He goes, I don't know. I just know it. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's exactly yes. what... And it's, yeah, because they the aren't book, looking for just coders. But that's my point. The the art and the science part, yes. the art part, the book, where you need to get a little bit more um, um, existential with it, yes. is much harder for maybe someone who's much more right-brained to wrap their arms around. And so maybe that's the reason it hasn't been figured out yet, because the same person who can figure out looking at this code in this book, how to get to this website and so on and so forth, might have a harder time with the the, totally. the, the runic, uh, what was the thing called? Primer, um, uh, Libra Primus. Yeah, they would yeah, have a right. harder time with Libra Primus. Yeah, it, it actually, uh, in, so closing my thoughts is uh, it's, it's uh, this the book and all this kind of stuff and, and what's going on with that and, and the whole open-endedness of it. I think, you know, do we need the guy from Enigma to be part of this? And then it would already be done if he was still right. alive. Right. And I don't mean Edward Enigma. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so rapid fire, let's go around the room. Who do you think creates, who is Cicada 3301? A small group of... of, of Like-minded individuals? Yeah, a, a small group of coders, hackers, whatever you want to call them, that are trying to uh, do their own movement and, and recruit people, and it, uh, it the allure is much uh, stronger than what it really was. Uh, agree with the first part of what you said. Small group of people, just regular folk, but that are really smart. I actually think it's people who want to find other people that enjoy this kind of stuff and are smart enough to hang with it. And they, they it's like literally just they think it's cool. That's and what I, and I agree with that until the people got there and realized it wasn't. It sounds like if, if the Rolling Stone article is to be believed. I'm, I'm 50 50 on this one. I'm going to ride the fence here. I think it could be that that smaller group, but I also think it's just as easy to be some sort of blacklist operation from CIA or somebody like that because it's not doing anything nefarious. Not that they wouldn't do anything nefarious, but it's not doing anything nefarious. It's literally True. trying to, to track down interesting people who are good at this kind of stuff, and they yeah. need code breakers. It, it, like I said, it sounds like an NSA exercise right, or something like right. that. That wouldn't yeah. surprise me at all. Those are our thoughts. What do you guys think? How can they let us know what they think really, really is the meat and potatoes of Cicada 3301? Well, it's a really hard cipher to figure out. You get on this thing called the internet and you go to this thing called Facebook yes! and you search for Hysteria Whoa. Nation or Facebook.com slash Hysteria 51 pod. That's where you can find this episode and all others. Also, you can find extra episodes on Patreon, patreon.com slash Hysteria 51. We're going to do an up all night on this one and uh, a lot of other episodes. Voicemails. You can leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. 773-669-7277. Again, that's 773-669-7277. And we have four 
to play, John. I don't know if I can handle it. Four of them. So uh, when they come, they come. So without further ado, let's get started with voicemail number one. Yeah, this is James Colgrove, or better known as Padre of Two on the Twitter. So I'm beginning to think you guys are a lot like Secret Transmission, the very, very little research, or you guys are part of the conspiracy. Use cherry-picking the fake evidence, ignoring the wrong evidence. And I talk about the Crystal Skull, Shana Ra, and no, it's not some 80s rock song by uh, Madonna. It's one of the, apparently it's one of the ones that have been too proven to be true. Uh, don't take my word for it. Take Clyde Lewis of Ground Zero because he's had it on his show, and that lady, whoever owns it, still goes around and lets people touch it, and that sounds so dirty. Um, and uh, I, I learned how to count in Ohio, so it does, what, three weeks? I love the guy, but he's becoming more like Hillary. Take him off for a while, let his ratings go back up, because every time he gets on the air in front of the camera or on the radio, his ratings go down. So uh, you guys work on that, and shout out to Seabot, you're my hero, man. It cut out. I have no idea who he was complaining about there. Uh, I'm guessing Joe. It was probably Joe. Uh, number two. Your ratings uh, have gone down, the Joe. Woman, <sighs> the woman's dead. A man owns it. And uh, the man who owns it also believes that you can fight off attackers by throwing your chi at them and then they can never touch you. Uh, that's the guy who I you believe. That. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, you, who you believe. Hadouken! Uh, <laughs> who you believe is the truth. Uh, uh, we don't cherry pick. I guess we do cherry pick because we try to, to uh, oh, tell I the do. story the as, as best as can be. I just don't think that that skull's going to cure your cancer. But, we, you know, I, have at it. I've been accused of being overly skeptical on this show, and I think that might be a fair accusation on certain episodes. I don't think that was on the Crystal Skull yeah. episode. <laughs> I was ready for, for to get a trouncing there. Then they pulled in Crystal Skulls, and I was like, ooh, uh, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, but we love you all the same, and thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Number two, here we go. Yes, this is Padre of Two on the Twitter. Sorry, Seabot, it's not you, it's me. I'm going to leave your cult and go follow my Supreme com- Commander and Joe Peck. Definitely love the full disclosure episode. Um, the reason why Donald Trump wants to do the Space Force is because for many years now, his hair has been secretly running the whole CIA and the alien, and that he's just trying to free himself from it and it that totally sounded better in my head but it didn't work out when i spoke but love your guys' show and keep up the good work oh it cut off there uh i, I i'm down with the hair i i think everything he just said is 100 percent factual and true yeah um, including question, he's one of my followers can you play the beginning of number one real quick and then the number two yeah this is james colgrove or better known as padre of two on the twitter Yes, this is Padre of Two on the Twitter. Oh! He he turned on us. He he was unhappy with us at first, but then he came around, yeah. and he came around for one man and one man only, 
Joe Peck. Either that or or I got him out of order and the other one with the hatred was second. I don't know. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> oh me yes, and he was saying gotta get Joe off of there. No, it's oh, it's clear. It's it all, clear it that it was played out. exactly yep. right. Yep, yep, and, yep. and we just keep giving the people what they want. <laughs> uh, right. Podgrave two or whatever that was. Padre, 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 Padre of, two. of two. Like father of two. Padre like of he two. plays for the Padres, oh, number okay. two. Oh, I don't know how that checks out. I don't follow them, but all right, all right. Next, here we go. I would like to ask my girlfriend if she will marry me. Jackie Prius, will you marry me? No help by Seabot. Because that motherfucker sucks. My nuts. Shout out, longtime listener. Thank y'all. Jackie Prius! Will you marry marry that man? Uh, right I don't know now. his name, so if this you're incredible. If you're involved with multiple people, hopefully you knew that voice. <laughs> but yeah. uh, hey, I'll tell you what, this is awesome. If that is a real, if that is a real uh, proposal, and Jackie Prius, if you want to say yes, you can come to Chicago. Whoa. John and I are both ordained ministers. Either of us, you can have your choice. We'll marry you. Well, well, we will perform your ceremony. Uh, yeah, we will marry you, but we'll perform the ceremony. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. And uh, you know what? I'm okay with you shit-talking Seabot after that, too. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Loser. Jackie, time to drop the zero and get with the... No, I'm not, don't even stop it. Don't even, don't even finish that. Yeah. All right, here we go. Brent, John, this is Brandon from Niagara Falls, Canada. Just uh, calling to say I love the show, listen to it uh, on my way to work, uh, through work, and on my way home from work. And uh, I probably listen to all the episodes, maybe once or twice. Uh, doing great. And uh, yeah, Brandon again. Have a good one. I have a question for Brandon. What uh, What line of work is he in that an hour per week can encompass his drip to work? All well, of work and his trip so home from we're work. Actually, I want, I want that. We're a hundred plus hours now, and he's listened to it multiple times. Brandon right, is my is hero. When it comes out. He's a great man because he has the greatest job on earth. Don't question Brandon. Okay, I'm going to say something here, and this is going to be controversial. <laughs> I think Brandon's a great, true American hero, even though he's from Canada. Mm. That's true. Yeah, and he's right there, Niagara Falls. It's, it's that's you know. true. I mean, it's just a. A hop, skip, and a and a hop and a barrel. Yeah, a barrel, a barrel <laughs> over the falls, and you're right over here. There you go. You know, guys, uh, Brandon, thanks. That's awesome. That I love those. You know, uh, stoking our own ego. That is awesome. It's perfect. I lied. We have five voicemails. Oh my oh, lord! A boy. bonus fifth. Here we go. Hi, fuck you, Brent. Hi, Lisa. This time, and nephew Brent. Uh, that's that's our our normal go to caller. Whoever Standard. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's Keeping it spicy, mixing it up. Hi, Lisa. Hi, hi producer Lisa. How you doing? What's up? Do you, do you think that could be producer Lisa? Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but sadly, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it, it checks out. All right. If you want to hear that again, uh, if you want to hear your voice on the show, 773-669-727. you're going to tell them how to rewind in their podcatcher. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you want to hear that again, hit back 30 seconds. If you want to hear your voice, again, that number is 773-669-7277. Don't forget, if you forget this or anything else, you can find it all on Hysteria51.com. Tell a friend about the show. Tell a friend how much you love Joe Peck as a guest because he's here once again. And mm. and last but not least, uh, do us a favor. If you haven't done this yet, we haven't asked in a while, head over to iTunes and give us a review and a rating. Yeah. 
yeah, that'd be awesome. And we would ask you to do it on the new Google app, but they don't have a way to review yet. Yeah, they don't have those yet. They're <laughs> so, working on it. Well, Google, they're an upstart. They're, yeah. You know, it takes, well, it's they, taking them some they, time. They had it, and like within seven seconds of them putting it up, it broke because so many people were jumping in to review about me. That um, makes sense. That, 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 that checks out. out. Yeah. All right. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been Joe. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bot. Stay woke meat sacks. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.